Welcome to Pilgrim Talk. Nice to have you all back, listeners. Uh, Pilgrim Talk. We are actually at episode, believe it or not, 116, 116th episode of Pilgrim Talk. Go away. Yeah, we've been going for a little while, Dave, for uh, I think about two and a bit years, I think. That's right. Uh, and uh, we used to be weekly, and then we slipped up, and we we're a little bit less than weekly of late. And uh, so, anyway, Dave, the also- Pilgrim's Shoelace you were talking to me about a minute ago. Yeah. What on earth are we talking about? Well, I was thinking about... Pilgrim talk and what we've been doing and that and you know for me it's represented something really positive and worthwhile that you know we'd be coming out here every time and having the conversation Mm -hmm. and and that's great but but recently I've been kind of feeling um that it would be good to maybe expand a little more and try and take in a few more things right um what people are are hearing from the Lord what people are writing Mm -hmm. Um, and I was trying to come up with an expression that would kind of add on to Pilgrim Talk. Right. Um, something that, that hasn't been used before. Something like. that hasn't been used before. So I did a search about Pilgrim Way. Had that. Had that. Um, Pilgrim Walk. Had that. Had that. <laughs> Pilgrim Thought. Had that. Had that, yes. Yeah. So so in the end, after much fruit, fruitless Footing around, um, the idea came into my head. Pilgrim shoelace. Explain yourself. Well, because we don't have that. Right. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, but what do you do with the shoelace? I don't know. Kind of ties bits together or something. Pulls. Yeah. You thread it through the holes and yeah. you pull all the bits together. Right. Okay. And there's so much that God is saying. God is doing in Ireland today. And um, you're saying they seem like they're just jointed bits and pieces, but somehow yeah. you can get a sense the Holy Spirit. Yeah, M- weaving through it all, yeah. pulling it together, yeah, for His glory. For and there's a lot of people out there who are hearing from God, but can't really connect it to anything the else. Bigger that picture they're of what God's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And so they're thinking, you know, well, maybe I'm just a bit odd. <laughs> maybe there's something wrong with me. That's the first requirement of being a Christian. You have to be odd. You have to be a peculiar people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it would just be, you know, one little way of trying to encourage um, believers who are hearing from God the things that he wants to do that we haven't seen before, yeah. we haven't heard before. That's right. And it is quite remarkable how everyone's call is unique and different so that people do such different things as believers. And yet they're all, it's it's God's wonderful master plan that there'll be this kind of rich tapestry of, of, of different callings. Yeah. And yeah. really, I often see the enemy work in the opposite way, that he's trying to box everyone into conformity, you know, to a, a, in a quote-unquote Christian setting, mm. to make them all exactly the same. Mm. You know, one size fits all. It doesn't work that way. Oh, uh, gosh. Because that just, God didn't make the world that way. God didn't make people that way. Well, that's it. People. God made individuals. Even yeah. within a family, you may have four or five kids, but they're all very different, different characters, different strengths, weaknesses, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's remarkable, really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just to try to find a kind of a, you know, some kind of, in, in some way, a forum where people can share all this kind of stuff. And I suppose, Dave, the idea is probably morph over a bit more to the written word too in the, in the blog. You know, we've, we've focused up to now really on audio. 
Yes. You know, they've all been radio podcasts and uh, which is, and there'll be plenty more of that to come, no doubt. Yeah. But yeah. but what we haven't really majored on is, is some good written um, stuff, you know. And also, you know, there's so much stuff out there. I mean, it's amazing in this, you know, high-tech age that we mm. live in, mm. the, the opportunity for Christians to get together and share what God is saying to them and to, to be encouraged and to draw on uh, what God is saying right across the country. The yeah. opportunity to do that is greater now than it's ever been. That's right. I mean, I do believe it's face-to-face meetings and it's, you can never do away with that. That's so important. Mm. But I mean, the, the internet can be used in a good way by the Lord and you know, of connecting people you know, making people connect, Yeah. you know, yeah. and um, I've got introduced to a lot of it, very interesting, good Christian ministries through the internet, you know, right. and with, with all sorts of audios and YouTubes and things, you know, you really get to see stuff that years ago would have been a big deal to see. You'd have to go to a conference or something. Yeah, or you'd you have know? to go and buy a, a VHS or a Betamax tape or something like that to, to watch some of them. But, but now it's you know, easy. And I think what you're, you're, alluding to there is very important that um, you know you can read all this stuff and you can listen to all this stuff mm-hmm. uh, but somewhere there has to be the face-to-face connection oh yeah yeah and everything that you're you know that, that touches your heart and affects you well that has to be worked out in real life yeah somewhere which is kind of what I picked up from from what you were saying uh, originally there that um, you know that there has to be face-to-face yeah um see you gotta think of the society we live in today people are getting more and more isolated they're listening to ipods and uh, or audio things buds in their ears okay Uh, and you know people watching their computer screens all day and night you know and and they're just missing out on that person-to-person stuff they're losing i firmly believe this Dave. we are losing social skills yes we're gaining certain skills in other areas but we're losing normal kind of skills in meeting people and being civil and normal, you know. Mm, uh, mm. Uh, you know, some people are going very strange these days, you know. Uh, and um, so I, I, I just want to encourage that, you know, you, you can't or you oughtn't to really avoid fellowship, you know, and meeting people and just be normal, you know. Mm. The internet won't substitute for all of that. That's true. That's uh, true. That's very but important. in a healthy way, it can augment your normal relationships and it can even help you introduce you to the right people sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that's my <laughs> spiel for today on the internet. Yes. Uh, and so that's what Pilgrim Shoelace is all about. Pulling things together, yeah. Pulling, just trying to do... You know, I mean, we're not saying, well, we're going to pull everything together in Ireland or anything like that. But just, you know, to... to um, create a little scenario where at least a few things can get pulled together and um, and we can all learn and we can all be blessed and, and built up. Yeah, and also uh, people learn, you know, some people who are walking this walk of sort of freedom in Christ and, you know, getting uh, away from the control of religiosity and uh, sometimes through certain websites and things they can connect with other people who are going through similar things or you know, and can learn from their experiences. Yeah. And that's hugely valuable. It is. Because I tell you, the impression that can be on sometimes or the accusation that comes against Christians who are what I would call outside the box can be huge. Mm. You know, it can be a very well-orchestrated attack against them to tell them that they're just wrong, they're backslidden, they're out of line with the will of God, and, you know, and they're 
Burma Rebellion, all these accusations thrown at them when none of it's true. Yeah. You know, um, think about Jesus and how he got hammered by the Pharisees, left, right and centre, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, because he just didn't fit in, you know. Mm. They wanted it a certain way, you know. They had their rule books and everything. He was breaking all their rules. He mm. wasn't breaking the, the command of God, mm. but, but he was breaking their rules. Mm. And they couldn't see the difference. Mm. You know, uh, mm. the Word of God talks about how you've nullified the Word of God by the... Uh, you know, by your traditions, mm. you know, making commands of things that were never God's commands. Yeah. 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 So a uh, big lesson there, I think. Big lesson there. Yeah. Big lesson there. And uh, come on, tell me more, Dave. What are you, what's kind of cooking in your heart about the future of all this? You know, do you, do you see, um, well, obviously there's going to be interviews. We know that. Yes. With certain people. Yes. Um, I, I think sometimes as well that, uh, there are some things that lend themselves to interviews, you know, yeah. and then there's other stuff that lends itself to more the written word, uh-huh. yeah. um, and that can have offshoots mm-hmm. that go in all kinds of different directions, mm-hmm. and just incredibly encouraging stuff that you can be linked up to. Um, for example, there is remember well, probably a year ago. Yeah. Um, I was talking about how in, 19, in the early 1970s, there was an amazing sovereign work of the Holy Spirit undertaken in uh, the Chin state in, in Burma, right. or Myanmar, as, yeah. it's, as it's known now. Um, and that has been documented, and that's online. Um, but who has ever heard about this? Mm-hmm. Well, Pedro Talk fans have, because we've linked to it. But just to be able to put the, the URL on the, on the screen and say, you know, if you, if you're, if you're, if you want to be really edified and, and challenged yeah. and encouraged, you know, just look at this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, or, or then another thing, like, um, you know, the, the, the writing of somebody like um, George Warnock, Mm. Um, the Feast of Tabernacles. Yeah, now, that's that's a book that is virtually unattainable, uh, as far as I understand. Yeah, but all his work is is online, yeah. and um, you know, anybody who wants to read about a very up to the minute, very fresh mm. um, um, take on um, what God is doing in the church today. Mm-hmm. Uh, just click on that. Yeah, the wow. Feast of Tabernacles, George Warnock. Yeah, um, it's fascinating. You, you'd be reading that for for weeks. Yeah, oh, and, the, the, and so encouraging. The richness and all those things is astonishing. Particularly when you get into the Hebrew Scriptures and you look at the meaning of all these things. Yeah, you know it's endless and it's so amazing. Yes, you know the Word of God is 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 it says not one jot or tittle of it shall pass away. You know, it's, it's like it's so important, the integrity of the Word of God. It's, but there's a reason because it's just rich beyond richness, mm. you know, and there's so much revelation in there. Step by step, God's unfolding that. Yes. You know, and, uh, so uh, you were going to say something, Dave, about, about love in, from the Scriptures here. Well, I was in, just reading there. First John, was it? First uh, John in chapter 4. Just taken off in a slightly different direction now. Um, in First uh, John chapter four, where he says, um, "There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because f- fear involves torment." Um, There's a lot of tormented people out there. 
Yeah. But, you know, and I was thinking of this in the context of how if you were to ask a, a well-fired up Christian, you know, what's your love relationship with God like? How do you measure it? How, you know, can, is there some way of objectively knowing how you're doing in your love relationship with God? I don't know. I don't think there is. Is there? Well, it's there. Why are you wearing it? Tell me then. <laughs> You <laughs> missed that one. <laughs> it says, um, uh, there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. All right, so you check the fear barometer. Check the fear barometer. Are, are, you, are, you, are you afraid of things? And are you making yeah. decisions out of fear? Yeah. And so many decisions. Yeah, I can see this in business and I can see this in life too. All the bad decisions I've made have been decisions made out of fear. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever think about that one, Dave? But you see, we call fear all kinds of sanitized things, yeah, like caution. You know? Ah, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> Making excuses for it. Well, we kind of dress it up, and um, there's, um, you know, real realism. Yeah, right. <laughs> realism. You know, I'm a realist. You know, just prove to me that what you're saying is true, and then I'll. Uh, then I'll think about it. Yeah. But, you know, human beings have a heart. And hearts can know things. And you can't prove it. Can't prove it to the heart. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Not in the same way, anyway. Yeah. So, I just tie that in with Psalm 23. David's experience. You know, where, where he says... The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, but... Shall not want. He has an interesting little line in it there where he says... Though I walk through the, the valley, valley of the, the shadow, shadow of death, death. I will what? Fear no evil. I will fear no evil. Why not? Because you're with me. Yeah. Thou art with me. And there it is. Yeah. You see? God is with. Now, yeah. Now, well, that's see, profound, isn't it? But, you, know, but this, you see, this is being a normal human being. But kids aren't scared when they got the dad with them holding the hand and they're going into well, situations. That's right. That's know, right. Because hey, my dad's with me. Everything's cool. Yeah. But this is this is what God has designed normal human living to be like. You just see, my goodness, we're so far away from that. Mm. Um, you know, and and David says in in King James, when David used to speak King James, yeah. he said, um, "Yay." Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, and and we often sort of think about that mm -hmm. uh, scripture as saying, if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, or maybe I might walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. You know, yea, though I walk through, you know, this is going to happen. Yeah. If you are a Christian on your pilgrimage, walking with God, this is going to happen. Yeah, and. You know, it, sometimes Christians do each other a great disservice mm. because they say, you know, if you find yourself in the valley of the shadow of death, if you Taking find the yourself wrong road, the, <laughs> your faith is deficient. Yeah. yeah. People say. Yeah. But that's, let me tell you, true. let me tell you, if you want to grow in a glorious faith relationship with God, that only happens in the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah. And people sometimes say that. If you are in the valley of the shadow of death, then you dishonor God. Your lack of faith dishonors God. Mm. Nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah. Because yeah. in the valley of the shadow of death, you you can you 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 learn to find a place where you fear no evil. 
Why not? Because he is with you. That's wild. That's mm. wild. You know, even plants only grow in the dark. Do you know that? Really? I know. I, I think that's that. true. I know one thing for certain. I remember this from school of biology. If you've got a stem of a plant, a plant will go towards the light. Yes. And the way it does that is on the stem, the growth part in the darker side of the stem goes faster than the growth part on the light side of the stem. Right. And that causes the leaf or the flower to bend towards the light. Yeah. So do you yeah. see in a similar way, Christians, you grow in the dark. Right. You know, you grow in the valley. Isn't that wild? Well, we'd love to have this and, kind of uh, super sanitized, you know, very, very happy, happy, clappy type yeah. of Christianity that's full of... But Dave, what really helps me is understanding the culture, the world culture we live in. And uh, Rob Clark, who's the head of Spirit Radio, he was interviewed in the Irish Independent recently, and he just did a one-liner in the middle of his interview, and he was talking about bad news being so much such a big thing in all the radio stations. And it, there's a there's a phrase amongst journalists which says, "This is what caught my ear: if it bleeds, it leads." Right. Meaning, if you're dealing with the news desk and the articles coming in, you know, if there's bloodshed, put it on the headlines. Yeah, you know, and mm. I just think, gosh. You know, the whole system of terrorism in the world, you know, is is that that you cause such a bomb or a scene somewhere that you get the headlines. Because mm. that's their currency. Mm. Imagine if Al-Qaeda or any terrorist organization out there were completely ignored by journalists worldwide. Mm. They'd disappear overnight. Mm. They absolutely would, mm. you know, because... Mm. Um, I'm gripped by the German word for um, terrorism, which is Schrecken's Herrschaft, which means the lordship of fear. Wow. You know, wow. and that speaks of the world we live in, where fear hmm. is, is king, is in charge. Hmm. And people, tragically, people outside the kingdom of God, and, and sadly some people inside the kingdom of God, are steered by fear. You know, and this is why your message, the one you just shared, is so important. That though I uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll not fear because you are with me. Yes. You know, and God yes. is with you, listener. Don't ever forget that. You know, yes. that God is holding your hand, and you can walk through whatever the bad news you got recently, or whatever the trials you're going through recently. You know that God is with you, and you can come through the other side stronger, better. You know, closer to God at the end of it all. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to leave it there. Time's run out, as always. And uh, thank you all for listening to Pilgrim Talk. And God bless you. This is Anthony Brabison saying goodbye. And David O'Rourke also saying goodbye. And God bless you. <laughs>